Well, it's a new year. We're not even halfway through it, but it's a new year, guys. You know what that means? Mario 64 brackets today on, <laughs> no, uh, game of the year, 2023, today on. <laughs> going to talk right over the intro i'm just going to talk right over it almost clicked early yeah i would have been great if you had just clicked on it i went wait no we're in the wrong episode look look nobody really knows when 2023 ended it's a very fluid term just super fluid like the 80s yeah mm-hmm. sue flu flurries whatever <laughs> guys welcome this is uh this is this is an exciting episode i'm excited to have this episode it's been meh no, it's been a great week. It's been a great week, guys. I'm so happy to end uh, a stellar week here, not only hanging out with four of my favorite people on the planet, but also talking about my favorite game of the year last year, which I know we all brought to the Yes, all four of you are up there. You're up there. Just so you know, when you're not trying to smoke bomb me out of my bug hunting democracy liberation, Jake. Speaking of, uh, I am not alone, nor am I ever alone, because these guys just will not leave my house. Um, I have a lot of rooms. Uh, Let's go ahead and say hello to everybody. Jake, since I called you out first, how are you, sir? Happy day in Canada. How are you? Look, we are allowed to have Fridays in Canada. It is, in fact, also Friday in Canada, like it is for you guys down there. And uh, I'm just going to say Helldivers 2 is my game of the year. Can we? Can I just do that, even though I didn't play it last year? Can I just pick that one? Yeah, it came out this year. Spoilers for next year. You know, if we're just going to make up our own rules, if we're just going to make up our own rules, <laughs> why not? Custard Pie is my favorite game for this year. Winner. Um, did it. Happy did it sorry, did it. Orange YouTube. Did it. Did wow. it. Did it. <laughs> Sistar. Hi. My friend, how are you, sir? How How is your, how's your week? How are you doing? Uh, it was good. It was good. I had a hard time engaging in work the last couple of days, but I did it anyway. Uh, but otherwise t-shirt. I'm good. Yeah. 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 No, I'm good. I'm excited to tell you my game of the year for 2024. No. It's Hell Divers 2. It's Hell Divers 2. Yeah. <laughs> GP, my friend, how are you? How, how are things? To me, my X-Men. Oh, so there good. I, I tried. I tried. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm doing well. Um, it's been a great week for nerddom. And uh, yeah, happy to be here. Thank you. Beautiful. And the man who who followed the assignment with me, and not only <laughs> didn't half-ass it, but actually went all the way in, Werewolf, you dapper-looking son of a bitch. How are you, sir? I am well. I am damn excited to talk about this game. I've been dying to talk about it on the podcast for like two, three months now. This is you can tell the two people that are most excited for this episode because I actually got dressed up for the event, which was the plan. Everybody's like, wear a suit or a suit jacket. Wow. I wore that's pants. Like, what else listen. do you want for me? Wait, wait, <laughs> pants? Yeah, Sinistar, that's like you ha- like the 12 pieces of flair. Okay. I you just, look, you just met, if you you just me met the wear, requirement. If you want me to wear 13 pieces, you make that change. <laughs> Well, you can't really see him, but I have at least 13 piercings. So we're going to call figured. those my flair. I want to see you. I want to hear you clack when you walk around with all the flair that you're missing. Wow. Well, let's my, we might as well dive into this bad boy. Um, 
so how do we want to do this, gentlemen? Do we want to go around Robin? And do you want me to select and, and say, uh, Sinistar, let's talk about your game. I know that we came, most of us came with two. That yeah, was a runner-up. Runner we start we with got a runner-up. Yeah, start the runner-up. Let's okay, just, so the no, way this will work three for the audience all at who, once. who didn't, yeah, yeah oh, we'll just go everybody. talk at the same time. <laughs> no. One, two, three. <laughs> Circus Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Finally. <laughs> Delete it that. Delete that. <laughs> Finally, you can come um, off the screen. So, for the audience members who are unfamiliar with this, we do this every year. We talk about our favorite game of 2023. Now, here is the catch with us being a somewhat retro podcast. The game of 2023 doesn't necessarily mean it was released in 2023. What it actually means is the game that we played during 2023 that we fell in love with. It may have been released in 2023. It may have been released in 1923. It may even be the game 1923. We don't know. I have no idea. But that's what makes it exciting because it could be anything. So. With saying that, 1923 is a hell of a good year for video it's a games. Fantastic game, it's beads and yeah. flapper girls and all kinds of fun shit. <laughs> is it okay to say that? Sorry, YouTube. Anyways, I don't know. I don't know if it's offensive or not. I have no idea. Is YouTube not like flappers? Flappers? Wow. Fappers? Fappers. Fapper girls. No, that's too current. That's too current, and that's definitely offensive. I really like the that's, Knight Rider sensor you got in the background there, Wolf. That's um, I'm mesmerized by. That's Kit. for you, my friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love somebody flatlined. So, what we'll do is we'll do our runner-ups, games that were just just there. They were right there on the cusp of getting game of the year, but there was something about our game of the year that just overtook it and just kicked it out and said, "Not this year, son. Maybe next year." So, with that, I will go ahead and call upon werewolf and ask you sir what is your runner-up for 2023 my runner-up is uh tears of the kingdom legend of zelda tears of the kingdom is my runner-up for the year you're just gonna drop that right off i love it no that's exactly yeah that's 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 my runner-up like it was good start i like it but i i did play something i enjoyed better however uh tears of the kingdom was great but it just, it felt, I, I know it felt very different from Breath of the Wild, but it also kind of felt a lot like more of the same, you know? It, I feel like it didn't set itself apart enough from Breath of the Wild to be something that pulled me in the way Breath of the Wild did. Because Breath of the Wild was a, you know, a breath of fresh air for what the Zelda franchise was. Tears of the Kingdom took that and said, all right, let's do that, but more fun which they did, but it wasn't mind-blowing the way Breath of the Wild was. So, Tears of the Kingdom was great. I, I absolutely loved it. I had a lot of fun with it. I probably did more extra stuff in Tears of the Kingdom than I did in Breath of the Wild. And the fact that the game lets you play it so out of order the way I did, massive points, because I did near-endgame yeah. content before I touched the first dungeon. Any That's of the dungeons you're supposed to go right. to first. Yeah. So, yeah. I remember you saying that. So yeah. <laughs> and my friend was like, the game let you do that? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Tears of the Kingdom was a good I remember one. watching a lot of streams, obviously, when this came out and and kind of living vicariously, because I, I never had a chance to really dive in. I think it played maybe all of 15 minutes of of um Tears of the Kingdom. But all I saw were people building gliders 
in weird ships. And I and I felt like I never got beyond that. Everywhere I went, someone was just <laughs> making a freaking glider or some kind of I don't know, some kind of something. So some kind I know of death there was, machine. <laughs> I know there was a lot of quality of life improvements from the first one that I had beef with. Uh, Jake has told me on numerous occasions that they've, you know, they've in, increased some cool things with some fusions and things like that. Um, but I'm, I'm actually excited to hear that that did not make your top because now I'm excited to hear what the top actually is. So that's pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah, I wanted to say something about Tears of the Kingdom because like I, Wolf and I did a great episode on that one. I think we had a brief discussion on Tears of the Kingdom. That's probably an hour long at least. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it's fantastic to me it's the game if i ever do want to go back to a zelda game that's the one i would probably go to i wouldn't go back to breath of the wild for me everything that was done i liked in breath of the wild was done better in tears of the kingdom and uh, I, i'm with you on runner up i can see that because like i liked it a lot too but the narrative the story parts of it i didn't like at all i didn't like how every single dungeon which i liked the dungeons but the ending of every dungeon had a very similar seeming cutscene with the with the uh, I don't the hero of that area, and it felt it felt lazy to me. It yeah. felt a little bit cheap. Like I know it's because you could do them in any order, and I get it. And I like how the memories that you unlock through exploring are all very unique, and they're all very very good. Like the lead up with Link and Zelda is awesome. Yes, it also runs in the deck. Um, I, I do like that part, but I, I didn't like that part of it. So the overall story was kind of loose. It was more of like a exploration experience type of game which is which is good i, I thought it was good too and yeah. I, i'm still mind blown that you and i played it in completely different ways and we both found something that the other person didn't my mind is still blown when you told me you can fuse stuff to the master sword i just assumed the master sword was the master sword and you couldn't do that but you totally can so when i found that that was pretty cool so i think that's a great game that's a great pick yeah, that, that's, that's actually probably one of the reasons it made my runner up is because it let you have so much freedom with just about everything in the game. And, I mean, first off, I'm not used to Nintendo allowing that in video games, let alone most video games allowing that. So, yeah. <laughs> but that's that's totally in keeping with the spirit of the Zelda franchise. Um, I mean, even the first one, open world, I suppose, but there's so many different ways that you can start that game off. Uh, if you wanted to, you could go into the first dungeon with, you know, the mid-level sword and the blue ring and, and six or seven hearts. So, I mean, it's scaled down. But, I get that. I'm just saying that's the spirit of the of the franchise. It is. But again, like most Zelda games require you do the dungeons at least in somewhat of an order, right? Especially the further into the franchise you get leading sure. up to Tears of the, or Breath of the Wild because they just become a sort of tour of Hyrule in most cases. Mm -hmm. And, you know, go here, do that. Go there, do that. Okay. Whereas, you know, yeah, in Zelda 1... It did have that open world feel, but most dungeons still kind of required goodies from previous dungeons to complete them. So, hmm. nice pick. I like that pick. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good solid pick. one. That's Thank a you. great one. Yeah. Solid product. Yeah. I'm going to keep with how we entered and just do it round robin backwards, and I will jump over to uh, Mr. Guy Prime. Okay. What uh, what what was your runner up, sir? I have a tie for runner-up if that's oh no no i'm not gonna do that damn it i'm gonna do that though the one entirety, the uh, entire uh, sony catalog so, must be, must be there, okay. before okay. he starts i have to say this i was going to come in and say because i always change the rules my runner-up is a three-way tie i was going to do that and then gp just stole my thunder you had me at three-way i will concede <laughs> to the man 
in in the t-shirt um Meh. thanks for dressing up again sinister um yeah really going so here's all the out. thing i i have a history of kind of not exactly doing great during these episodes so i don't want to over talk or oversell or anything but a couple of years ago it was of course gp doesn't play anything new he went with final fantasy pickle remaster number three whatever and then last year it was final fantasy seven and then later on, I'm like, but I haven't really finished it yet. And Char didn't drop that for a while. So I'm trying to think, like, I can't pick what my runner-up was going to be for the first one, even though I found this to be a wildly outside of my usual game. Um, and I played it actually very little, but I watched the hell out of it. And it was um, Hogwarts Legacy, which came mm. out early last year. Um, it's a great game. This household, even though we don't always agree with, uh, you know, um, uh, J.R.R. Rowling. Uh, mm. No. Um, even though we don't necessarily care for the author too much, we are very much into the wizarding world. And uh, to watch my wife and daughter play that game and, um, you know, jump in from time to time was really fun. But see, this is really the first thing where I've ever played an updated, newer, you know, Unreal Engine type of game. Mm. And so that was out of, out, of, out of place for me. So considering I haven't beaten it yet, that cannot be my game of the year. But I did love that one. Um, the other one, and the, when I said there's a tie, this is going to fall to third, but I figured I could piggyback off of what Werewolf is saying with a new game in an old franchise that in some ways uh, stays within the original spirit of the older versions, and that's Mario Wonder. Um, I, I couldn't pick this as my first one either because really anymore I don't care for the side-scrolling types of the Mario games that come out. Um, but Mario Wonder really was something special with the, the Wonder Seeds and just all the bizarre psychotropic things going on in that game. We've spent, as a family, collectively, <laughs> a lot of time trying to get through it. And then I myself, um, just one-on-one or you know by myself, have played it quite a bit as well. So take that however you want. That's my third. Um, Hogwarts Legacy being in the second. Thank you for allowing me to. I concede my time. Wow. Um uh, Hogwarts Legacy is basically my wife's favorite game ever right now. She does not game. She's not much so of a good. gamer. She she plays around with some certain things, but Hogwarts just just sucked her right in, and she's doing another playthrough from a different house right now. After I built her PC, wow. she's she's like so excited. She was that was like the one thing she was telling me about building the PC for work and having it ready so that she work from home and this that and the other. And the first thing she does is fire up Hogwarts Legacy and join Slytherin. So <laughs> she's um she's doing she's doing the yeah. she's doing the best of what she's got. She loves that game and and I played quite a bit of it. It's got a great story. Um, the mm-hmm. mechanics in it are fantastic. It's it's a little Dark Soulsy with the dodge rolls and all the stuff in there, which I love. And and having the open world of of Hogwarts and Hogsmeade and all that stuff available for you to explore in different fashions and and fly around on the broomsticks and do all that crazy shit, even get the the terrible curses on top of that is mm-hmm. is a, it's a stellar game. Um, really impressed with with what the devs did and the story that was written for it and 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 how it works. So I, th- I think it's Let a me- great choice. If you look at some of the other games that uh, that particular franchise has crapped out, they haven't all been great. Uh, the Quidditch Cup games, they, you know, whatever. Uh, it was hey, kind hey, of a hey. cash grab. And I understand. I understand. <laughs> hey, that this, pump you know, the brakes. In a way, it's a, a, a cash grab, gem. of course. But no, this one was very well <laughs> done, developed, executed. Uh, yeah, visually, it's stunning. Um, music, score, acting. Uh, acting has a few moments, but for the most part, very, very enjoyable and never got old. At least not yet. So, your second one's good too. That Mario Wonder is the most 
I mean, it's obviously the most recent game, but it's it's one of the few Mario games that I actually played from start to finish and finished it. Um, I, I was really impressed. Like at first, I was kind of like tongue in cheek, man, but I just kept mm-hmm. going. I just it just kept me wanting to keep going. And and I was talking to Jake and Sinistar about it because we were kind of all playing around the same time. And I got it working on the deck, and I was like, well, "There's no reason to not finish this. I can play it anywhere in the house." So I'd fire it up and run through it, and I I actually completed it. I was I was pretty impressed with with how that one ended. And I and I kind of do as as tongue in cheek as it all is. I like the psychedelic trope of just. This is just spaz. This is just spastic. Uh-huh. Doesn't make any goddamn <laughs> sense, but uh, yeah. it's it's good. So I, uh, I I approve of both of those choices. Those are so strong it's choices. Super intense. It's intense in a level or in in a at a level, I should say, that I think the the last few Mario game side scroller types uh, haven't haven't reached in a while. So yeah, yeah. return to yeah. form. Totally. Yeah, the last few before Wonder, I, I've said before, are quite boring and forgettable and and when i heard mario wonder i i crossed my fingers that'd be a good one and but i I really didn't have much hope for it and then once it came out and i I got to play it it's it's fantastic it's it's a good one good call all right sinistar hi what are your four some (laughs) runner-ups so i actually i actually originally thought to myself i'm gonna make the i'm gonna break the rules and do a three-way tie and I actually was like, I'm just going to make the joke and move on. But I, I seriously do have, I, I have, I have banged my head against the wall trying to figure out what my runner-up is. And so it really is going to have to be a three-way tie. And the three-way tie is Vampire Survivors, uh, Baldur's Gate. Oh, Baldur's Gate is glorious, and uh, Civilization Six. Hmm. Ah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. each for different reasons. Each for different yeah. reasons, and this is why I've tried to like figure out one, and I couldn't. Like, so you know, uh, Wolf, you talked about how Tears of the Kingdom basically gave you all this freedom. Well, I feel that way about Baldur's Gate, except for its freedom within an area, right? But still, like. Yeah. I can, how many different I can see decisions? That. How many different ways did all of us play it? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. You didn't see oh, I not tried, one everybody. of us yeah. played something yeah. that was the same. Right. <clears throat> right. So, from Baldur's Gate standpoint, I need to get back to it. It probably is going to be one of my open open world games for 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 my Sisyphean Plus, my my uh, my stretch goals. <laughs> um, Vampire Survivors. Uh, ate so much of my time in such a glorious way. And Steam Deck battery. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you how many times I'd be sitting there and I'd be like, well, time to charge. Hey, yep. I've already gone yep. through the battery again. Time to charge. And I had eight put hours. down Vampire Survivors. And yeah. it's good on battery for the Steam Deck, too. Yeah. So that Hell says yeah. something. That's like at least yeah. six hours, if not yeah, more. Yeah. 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 And then Civilization Six. I played the hell out of it in 2023 for, for my Wednesday family game nights. It was just one of those like, hey, I don't feel like a ton of like, you know, super action. And it was just, you know, okay, it's still a challenging game, but it's also it also felt chill to a degree. And so I I don't know how many hours I put into it in uh, 2023, but I looked and basically every month on my on my Steam, you know, history, it's one of the, you know, leading contenders. So uh fantastic game i know it's it's years old i mean that's how that's how we roll here 
It's not yeah. a game that came out in 2023, but yeah, and I didn't even start playing it. Sinistar. Yeah, I didn't even start playing it in 2023, but I played the hell out of it in 2023. So well, technically, yeah. Baldur Gate came out in 2023, so you're you're That's still true. within the you're within the realm. But, yeah, uh, and there was a lot of updates that came through Vampire Survivors 2023, so there's that too. So oh yeah, yep. there's like three yeah. DLCs now. I think I think they did think an so, Among yeah. Us crossover DLC. I've not tried that yet, but it looked, it oh, looked that's fun. right, they did. I messed around with yep. that. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. So I mean, if you pushed me, I'd probably say Baldur's Gate is two, Vampire Survivors is three, and Civ is 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 four. If you pushed me, fair. Well, we won't push you because uh, I don't want to see what happens if we push you too far. That'd be bad. But I do have a single game of the year when we get there. Fantastic. Well, show off. <laughs> Four way tie. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sick Jake, do you have a six-way tie well, that we need to talk about, or <laughs> did you just break one to the table like the, the rest rules. of us? <laughs> I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break the rules that have been newly established by going back to the old rule, and I picked one. <laughs> I've been fighting and struggling for months. We, Me too. I know we put it in a random bracket. Year. Let's see what yeah, happens. Yeah, random Canadian bracket. Olympic look brackets. it's randomly allocated no like I've been struggling too for for pick the, just to narrow it down to two games has been very hard for me especially when we're not constrained you know constrained to just 2023 because 2023 I mean we can all say like what an amazing banger of a year that was for gaming that's it's going to be one of the best years in gaming I think in our lifetime 2023 was amazing yeah. for games Absolutely. 92 it was, was, it was quite also. insane so <laughs> yes 91 was good too so I don't know. It, it's it's been tough, but I managed to narrow down to two games. So my runner up, and I only have one, as is tradition, because you know I'm nothing but traditional. Uh, for me, it's a uh, uh, making of Karateka or Karateka, mm, or okay, yeah, yeah. however you want to yeah, say. It. Even, Jordan, even the Jordan creator Mechner. of the game, right? Yeah, the Karateka. Even even he says you can pronounce it however you want because when he he put the name on onto paper, he realized people were interpreting it different different ways. So. Um, so this is, for those who don't know, I did do a YouTube video on this, actually, for the channel. Um, Digital Eclipse, who is a, a fantastic game that has really kind of moved into preservation and highlighting, I guess, the key figures in gaming. And uh, they've started what they're calling their Gold Master series, and I'm all for it. It started with the Atari 50 collection a couple of years ago, which was fantastic. They have, a, they have a great interface where they have, like, a timeline and they have dots along the timeline that have, you know, video clips, behind-the-scenes behind interviews, documents, business cards, sound bites, all kinds of great stuff. And, of course, demos, prototypes, and games. And when they did Master uh, Making of Karataka, they went right to the source. They went to the man himself. And there's interviews with him and his father. His father is the one who wrote the music for the game. There is a little music. And just interviews with him and also interviews with the companies that he worked with to get it uh, to come out. And it's, it's, it's a, I love it so much. The reason why it's my runner up, there's not a lot of games in it, although they did do a remaking or a reimagining of Karataka in there at the end. But it's the history and the, and the, and I'm going to call it lore behind this game that is so great and so compelling. The guy was like 14, 15 when he started making games. And I'm not just saying making games as a hobby, he was actually selling games and making pocket change. <laughs> and like on the side, he realized he really wanted an Apple too. So he ended up like, you know, like he's an artist as well. And he's doing characters and selling them for pocket change. He saved up, I think, $7,800 in late 70s money to buy an Apple II. And he started making games. And they have the behind the scenes letters, because this is before email. He was writing letters to publishers 
pitching them games at like 16 and 17. And <laughs> before you even get to Karotica in this package, it talks about one of the first games he was developing, which was uh, Death Bounce. Mm-hmm. And it's very much very much a game that a teenager would make. It's a ball bouncing around and deaths involved. But but it, you see the, the various prototypes and the letters back and forth with Broderbund discussing it, the gameplay, mechanics, how to refine it, how to make it more exciting. They talked about changing the enemies from balls to like flapping birds or flying bird-like creatures to make it more visually interesting. Showing him other games that are coming out and saying, hey, you've made some great arcade-inspired games, but here's what's coming out today. Go Go look at what they're doing. And kind of expanding his mind to what a video game could be. And ultimately, Broderbund didn't take the game. They, they went back and forth with him for a year. Like he went, to, he went to college, or sorry, university. And eventually they just ditched the idea and said, no, we're not interested. But they talked about how influential it was for him as a developer. Like that's his, that was his first serious development process. And even though the game ultimately didn't get sold, it kind of set the groundwork for making other games. And eventually, you know, he had the idea for Karateka. And it, and it goes in the story of that, how the animations were so fluid and all this awesome stuff. Uh, and, and again, you get, to play, you get to play those prototypes. And re, they also do those reversion games for 2023. So it's it's a great, interesting package. Quite a bit there. It's not a, it's not a $70 game. I think it's like 40 bucks, if not cheaper. Totally worth it to me. It's like the coffee table book of games for me. And I, and I really do love it. <laughs> I know that um, Digital Clips basically said they're doing a series of these for the next few years, that this is what they're doing. And they, they've got one coming out for, um, what's his name? Joe Minter? Jeff Minter. Yeah. Who's got some wild game concepts. You want to talk psychedelic, look up Minter's games. Um, he, he also is probably the one I know of um, who did Tempest 2000 for the Jaguar. He's that guy. Mm. But he's done some weirder games. So there's one with him coming out later this year, I think in March. And I'm really looking forward to it. I, I mean, I just think the quality that Digital Eclipse does and the the research they do is second to none. And just the whole presentation and package is is amazing. So this is definitely a great one. And you, I, you talk about a guy who puts a lot of thought into his creations. And, and like, I understand they, they were giving him direction and saying, what about this? What about this? Here are the notes. But he, I remember watching this, and, and they had said he did not want the people he was pitching to when he was writing these letters to know that he was a, a young man, a teenager. Yeah. So he had the letters typed up and reviewed, written, and, and all that by adults. But the, the way they figured it out was at the end of the letter, he said, will you buy my game? Check yes or no. And uh, <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's what gave it away. So. Uh. Now, Jake, I agree with this because obviously I have a, a, a significant place in my heart for, for Karatika, Karatika, uh, Jordan, Jordan Mechner, you know, of course, uh, you know, Prince of Persia, et cetera. So, um, I, and you said, it's funny, you said his father did the music. The minute you said his father did the music, I hear the, 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 the fucking like beginning, like yeah. couple of tones to like Karatika, right? And yeah. it just hit my head. So, like, um, there's not much, but what's there is definitely standout, and it's it's great. I also loved making it all the way to the end of that game, and then realizing that you know if you go into the princess in the fight pose, she one ki- she one hit kills you, and you're like, why did I rescue you? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't need help. She doesn't need right. you. Yeah. She you one hit kills you. You know what's funny here is that this yeah. is Jake's runner up. And he had a whole speech set up for this thing. So I'm nervous to hear. I might make him go last for the I'll, I'll this cut is it a short. hard. It's okay. Th- no, this is just <laughs> we it's need a to hard, implement the uh, music. It's a hard act to follow. You know what I mean? It's like if you were like, hey, gosh, 
I got to go on after this guy. His name is Elvis. Let's just see what he does. And then he goes out there and he woos everybody. And you're like, fuck. I this is like right? Jeff Keeley me. You're going to start since, playing the music before I'm a minute in my speech. Sinistress says uh, self, <laughs> self-rescuing princess, my hero. Uh, I, I think yeah. it's actually a little bit different with Karatika. I think she's letting you rescue her to feel good about yourself. About yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a self-esteem <laughs> yeah. thing. Than, yeah, uh, he lacks confidence. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a confidence booster. <laughs> the Morty of that universe. <laughs> We uh, yeah we did a whole episode on Prince of Persia and rotoscoping and and yeah. we talked we talked touched, actually quite a bit on Karataka. quite a bit about uh, Karataka. I, I knew very little about it until we did that episode ourselves and we did our our yeah. you know, very extensive research that we do here um, myself included being very poor at that but you could tell Jake Jake really has done his his due diligence on checking the thing out. He did a whole video. Go watch it on YouTube. It's on the Presspeed channel. Uh, go check it out. He does some playthroughs of it. He talks about it. And you watch basically the first iteration of Karataka and then all the way to like the remastered version of Karataka that they have on this game. It's it's a really good watch. And it's it's a, I've never played it myself outside of what I've seen Jake talk about and see. And, and just hearing the story behind it makes it that much more interesting to go and check out and, and play or, or at least watch the video. So good pick. Good pick. You don't have any Agreed. seconds or thirds, huh? No. I mean, we're only at a half hour, so you can add another 15 minutes. I mean, his his second is Circus <laughs> Charlie. It's fine. His second is Sir. Yeah, I know. I can see it in the background. My eyes have been burning this entire episode. <laughs> um, all right. Multiple so I guess... kinds of gameplay. You know you love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just so, yeah, the sequel in. was shit, though. Circus Charlie 2, the circusing. This time. Circusing? It's shittier. It's <laughs> More, more clowns. This time, there's more hoops. <laughs> Very few cars. There's a lot of clown cars. So I guess I got to follow this up, and um, I'm going to break a personal rule not not a show rule, but a personal rule that I have I have been very adamant about. Jake and I actually had this discussion when we did the Game Awards last year, when it was just the two of us. I am hellbent on not allowing remakes. To be selected, mm. to be picked for any kind of award. I love I your choice already. I am hellbent on it. Already. I am absolutely. <laughs> I don't get it. It makes me mad when they're like, "Oh, uh, Circus Charlie remake is selected for a game award," and you're like, "Well, why didn't the first one win? Why did? Why does the remake have to win?" Because Trent Reznor did the soundtrack for the remake. <laughs> oh, yeah, then exactly. it should win Come at on, least yeah. at least audio. I don't know about everything <laughs> yeah. else. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good good analogy um but this game which actually came out last year right sinistar had to do the math with me about that it actually came out in 2023 this game um is the one that will break the rule for me because it is spectacular and i will not give it the crown right out because there was a much better game that i played but i have played all versions of this game and even the wee shit version of the game I love this franchise more than anything. Well, not more than anything, but pretty close. Um, <laughs> Bingo. Like the shorts. Bingo. Like the shorts. Yeah, was that calf muscles? Jared is grabbing got, something from his shelf. I got, bingo. I got bingo. I'm going with Dead Space Remake. <gasps> oh, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Dead Space Remake okay. is getting okay. getting my second place award, and it's... I wouldn't say that it's so close that it it's like nudging. It's not uh, Wolverine and Gambit. Uh, in the race here, but 
it certainly it certainly needs something to be said about it. There are quality of life changes in that game that are spectacular. There's randomly generated scenes that are at that adds a whole nother level of fear to the game. Of course, there's a terrifying AI that learns yeah, the, and 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 yep. messes with you even more. The graphics are spectacular. What is it? The frostbite engine that adds the extra gore and the shine to your to Isaac's stuff. I was even absolutely against hearing Isaac speak in the first one because he does not speak in the original, but it added that flavor. It added an extra level of actually giving a shit about the main character. I thought, I thought it was going to spoil some things because you know you get it in two and three, which is fine. It works for that, but it just didn't seem like it was going to work for me. And you know, being a purist when it comes to Dead Space, I didn't think there was anything they could do to Dead Space to make it any better, and they completely proved me wrong. Um, the the game is spectacular. It is horrifying. Even playing it as many times as I played that series and that game specifically, Dead Space still scared the shit out of me. Dead Space remake is worth everybody's. It, that game is worth eighty dollars to me. I would I would buy it again and again and again because it is so well done and it is gets there's so much love given to the game and the quality of life changes that I didn't even know I needed really really add to the rest of the atmosphere and um i can't remember the the team that recreated it sinister do you remember the name of the team no no whatever that team is i can't remember i'll probably remember it halfway through the episode or when we're done it'll be like fuck that was the name um they they just took what i loved and just made me love it even more so uh, i will renounce my my bitterness to remakes getting selected to being put into any kind of award show and i'm giving it to dead space as a runner-up this this game spectacular chef's kiss it's it's horror at its at its scariest and its highest point so dead space wow. remake is my absolute well, runner-up to this the studio this, was motive motive that's right. thank you that's, that's right. what i was thinking okay motive motive took that game and just made it so much better they took my bugatti and made it prettier and run better i'm sorry you're what my Bugatti. Oh, bu- okay. Yeah, I heard something <laughs> much different and much more. Awesome. No, no, not not that that not that, that, that. that no, that. not not My, that what I said was PG. So yeah, Dead Space remake. Mom's Jared, I think the difference for me, like when we talked about remakes not getting this award, I think for me the difference is this was remade from the ground up. It was redone from scratch. It's right. yes, it's inspired by the original. And there's a lot that's in common with it, but it was remade from the ground up, and it's and it's a much better game because of it. I think. I think it's a totally valid pick. I think it's a good one. I have not played it, but I've seen you play it and how much you love it. I love how there's an AI that messes with your head. I like procedural generated stuff. I'm all about that kind of stuff. Uh, it, presentation wise, it's amazing. It, like it, it looks quite good. So good. Pick. Hearing Chard's, I really thought I knew what he was going to say when he started saying, "I've been against remakes and remasters and all that." Which, by the way, your rule of that is why I didn't have this particular remaster on my list, but it was something I was going to mention. I, and then you're like, I love the franchise. I love this. I love this. I love this. I really thought you were going to say uh, Metroid prime remaster. Uh, Cause oh. I mean, we, we know how you feel about the series. Yeah. And, um, yeah. That was, I, I wasn't in one of my top two, but there's like a short list of games where I'm like, okay, I'm going to write down everything that I know I love from this past year that made it such a great year. And, and mm. prime remaster was on there as well. So that was out of left field for me, but I mean, yeah, great call. Um, and yeah, well done. 
Prime, Metroid Prime is a great series, and and also of course is deservedly so. That's definitely, definitely true. You, but no. you know, I share your love with Dead Space, oh, yeah. so I'm just like I'll let these guys talk because I'm just like everything you said. I'm just going to reiterate. Yeah, I this is, I cannot. This is an easy speak, game to gush about. <laughs> I cannot speak on this game other than from what I know, what I've seen and know of the original and this one. It almost seems more like it kind of straddles the line between remake and reboot more mm. than just being a straight up remake. And but, I feel I mean, like yeah. therein is what qualifies it to escape your usual bounds of rules, you know. 90% of the story stayed the same, mm-hmm. but basically like it's not shellac on a on a jalopy, right? This is Right. This is hey, this we're going to build car. a new car. We're going to build yeah. a new car. And we're gonna we're gonna use the that we're gonna like go look at the diagrams for the frame for the old car when we build yeah. the new car. This right? is like West Coast Choppers took your piece of shit bike that you loved and made it into something cool. Like the, it's that kind of a style where it's <laughs> it's just everything that you wish your bike had that you loved that you didn't think you needed, and they're like, oh, by the yeah. way, we put cup holders on it. And you're like, you oh, know, I need a cup holders. This is amazing. So you know, the, the procedurally generated horror aspect of nothing happens the same way twice. Like if you get killed by something and you go back down there and expect it to happen and then it doesn't and you're like, Oh, and then you keep walking and then it happens worse somewhere else or a door <laughs> opens their respect. I mean, it's, it's, it keeps you on your toes the whole time. It's, it's like almost, it's almost an entirely new game because yeah. when I'm playing and I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. The guy's going to come out here and you turn around the corner and you're like, Oh, there's nobody here. What the fuck? I thought there was a guy going to come out the corner and then you take three steps and then it gets you and you're like, oh, geez, God damn it. Yeah. So where you let your guard down, <laughs> it gets you. It's it's or it's it really gets well you done. earlier or yeah, it gets yeah, you yeah. earlier. Yeah. So that that it's, that'll be my the, pick right there. It's the it's the fun. It's the amusement park operator that does the countdown and goes on seven sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or he goes one and then he hits it. And you're like, ah! yeah. so. all right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Do we want to go? You're up back next. Around the way we came. Bring, or should we start? Bring it. Are we, bring are it. we gonna do horseshoe? Horseshoe. Yeah, bring it. I don't know if I want to do mine next. I'm really, I'm really excited about mine, but I'll do it. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. So, Dead Space remake, second place only to this game. This game I have been waiting for for I think three or four years. When That's I heard it was time. announced being created by the same group of people that created another game that we love around. Ah. Here. Yeah, yes. um, it's and it and it's in the same the same uh, stratosphere. It's in the same vein of it, but it's a totally different style of play. But it's the same artist, the same musician. It's the same people that made everybody's favorite ninja side scroller, retro inspired ninja side scroller, the Messenger. My game of the year is easily Sea of Stars. Sea yes. of Stars was a was a fucking trip down memory lane for all the RPGs that I grew up playing that I absolutely adored. The story was fantastic. The characters were amazing. I know, Jake, you kind of fell off on it, which is fine. Uh, The twists and turns at the end, like, even finishing the game, you're not finished. Like, there's still so much more to do. And it didn't feel like, when I beat the game the first time, spoilers, sorry, but when you beat the game the first time, you're like, God, I feel like there's something missing. There's something lacking. Like there's got to be more to this. It can't just be that. And there was, and there was so much more and it didn't feel like, oh, I don't want to do all this stuff just to get the good ending. There's just 
more to do, more to accomplish. I love the music in the game. I use it in my own stream and setups. I love the artwork. I love the characters. I love the tech spells. Everything about Sea of Stars, there was nothing that was going to top this game for me for 2023. Not a thing. I don't care if they made Final Fantasy Remake 6 and you can play as as <laughs> Edgar throughout the entire thing as a first-person shooter. I give a shit. I don't care. Sea of Stars was the greatest game of 2023. I would recommend anybody go and give this game a playthrough, give it a shot, and just and just sink it all in. Let it let it go. I I I know everybody here. I can't. I, well, maybe not everybody, but most of you guys are big fans of the Messenger. <laughs> I I don't know. I can't speak for GP on this. I know he likes it, but I don't yeah. know if he's like as gushy about it as Jake and and Wolf are. But I would take I would take Sea of Stars over the Messenger. But it's just my style. It's my style of RPG, and it's it's just such a great throwback. And they they did their homework. They did their studying. They knew what we wanted from our nostalgia, and they hit the nail on the head. So Game of the Year award goes to me first place, Sea of Stars. Fantastic. cannot agree with this pick more. This is a great pick, sir. Um, Sea of Stars, I fell in love with this game. Uh, My buddy gave me an extra key he got from his pre-order, like his uh, Kickstarter pre-order, and I beat it before him. And he's usually the guy to like spend hours a day playing a game. When he gets into a game, he gets into the game, right? And I managed to beat it first because I was that sucked in. Like every single free minute I had was spent playing this. And by that, I mean like there was one night where I fired it up probably five times within 30 minutes because I was like, oh, I got a free minute. I'm going to go play. 30 seconds later, I was like, can you do this for me? All right, sleep it. I remember and it was like one battle I think I think Chard might have been streaming and Mm. I think we were all watching like boink Sea of Stars werewolf boink Sea of Stars werewolf you kept kept popping up when we were playing it yeah (laughs) I remember that I was like wow wolves are really getting into this one so (laughs) I uh I've got a little humble brag that I get to throw out there when when you're done wolf I Oh yeah, this was this was a game I absolutely loved. It hit the the nostalgia of my childhood, but it also hit my interest in this universe that they built with the messenger. And so as I was playing, I was like, okay, how does this connect to the messenger if at all? How does it and I was building theories as I went and it was cool to see some of those just completely fall apart and others just come together and I was like, I knew it. Yep. And so it was it was so much fun to see all that happen. And a lot of the end game content, this this game hit me the way Lunar Silver Star Story Complete hit me back on PlayStation 1. That was my first time playing the Lunar franchise. I fell in love with it to the point where I was like, as I was nearing the end of it, I was sad it was coming to a close. And so I bought a Sega CD and Lunar for Sega CD so I could experience the game a second time. Yep. <laughs> yep. This, this yeah. hit me the way that did. This, this, I was, I was disappointed when I was finished with it. Cause I was like, I, and I did, I did, I was like, Wolf, we did everything. I did as much as I could do in that game. And I just, I didn't want it to end. And I was like, when is DLC coming? When is there more content yeah. coming for this? I need to know because it's, it was so freaking good. It played great on the Steam Deck. It played great on the PC. It was an easy game just to pick up and run with. I actually was lucky enough that Sabotage reached out and offered me a key to stream it and play it for them. 
and um I was like, you're kidding me. I've been waiting for this for fucking ever. And I still I still went and bought it because I loved it so much. I'm like, here, please make more. Make more of these. Take my money and make more of these because I, I can't I can't not let you guys be supported. This is amazing. So, um, yeah, I, I, there's nothing more that I can say that wouldn't just break me down in tears with joy about how great this goddamn game is. I, I okay. want to point out the trolling that is Jake's background. What Mario RPG. I would never troll. Oh, is that? I just decided to put up a great <laughs> JRPG behind me. That is Mario RPG. That's not which CS has stars. great action combat, much like CS Stars. I'm yeah. sorry, I don't like this game more I, I, or at all. It's not bad. It's just not for me. And I think I think just my love for JRPGs has really faded over the years. I just feel like I don't have the time anymore. Um, I've said before when we did an episode on it, I, I was really hyped for it. I love the messenger. I wanted more story from that world. Kind of wish they went back to another platformer or Metroidvania or something. But the music is killer. Graphics are good. The combat is really fun and interesting. It's There's a lot to love about this game. It's definitely a game of the year worthy for sure. I'm surprised they didn't get more attention at uh, get other game awards for the press. Like This is this is the, the next best thing to a Chrono Trigger sequel to be announced tomorrow. In fact, they could announce a Chrono Trigger remake. I don't think they would do it justice when I when I look at what they've done with Final Fantasy Rebirth. Not to say that the game is bad, right? But I, I don't trust Square to the direction Chrono Trigger. Right. Right. Yeah, the direction would be way off the mark here. Sea of Stars is that Chrono game that we never got as a sequel, and I think I think I love it for that. So and I think it's great. It's a good pick. Right. Okay. Well, Jake, don't don't run out of breath just yet because you're up next, sir. Let's uh, let's hear. Oh, shit. Well, shit. <laughs> Let's hear. I want to point out game of the year. I want. <clears throat> I want to point out that throughout the entire year, for our viewers, we would get Marco Polos from Jake <laughs> all the time saying, oh, "I'm yeah. playing at game ah. X. It, it's it might be my game of the year." So we have like 150 candidates. Hold on. Yeah, there's there's I a lot of to, games last year though. I have to say, I have to I don't I'm sorry to do this to you, Jake, but because because of that, that central fact, I almost want to make you go last because you have so goddamn many <laughs> that I almost kind of want to sit with bated breath to hear what you decided. Last. I don't to care. Pick. I'm fine. No, no, I want if you to go ahead and go down. I just think okay, it's all right. Cinestar brought that up and I was like, yeah, I kinda I kind of want to end it with finally hearing what Jake has settled on for game of the year. So since I'll, I'll tell you why I'm like them. that though. There was, there was a bunch of them though, but that's because we had so many games yeah. last year. So because You're of the pandemic, yeah. a lot of, a lot of games that were supposed to come out in 21, 22 or 20. Yeah. 2021, 2022 didn't come out and basically got pushed to 2023 and some of them this year even. So because of that, Last year, every month, it feels like we got an amazing game. And I'm not saying it like I'm saying amazing as genre defining, system selling, major blockbuster. Like when I say 2023 is the best year in gaming in forever, like I'm like you, you go back to 2011 and 2013, both fantastic years for gaming. 2023 has so many more hits. It's, it's wild how much came out last year. It was at the point where I thought that this year would suck for game releases because they all came out last year. But I'm being proven wrong by a bunch I've played this year so far, which I won't I won't go into in this episode. But next year, 2023 was crazy. It was every every other month there was something new, and I got I got hooked on a few games. Um, like for example, Ball's Gate Three. I think that would have been my game of the year had I finished it. But because I I got stuck in Act Three with technical issues, 
I, I bounced off that game so hard. And again, it's an RPG, and it's it's not a short one. It's a long ass game. I mean, I think we all played it. We all liked it. I don't know how many of us actually finished it. I, nope. I think we all got. I think nobody. Did anybody finish it? Nobody, huh? Nope. Yeah. I don't think I got out of Act uh, One. <laughs> bro- brother, brother of sin finished it. Oh, okay. My like, my brother. I put forty hours into Act One. I think at the very least, and Act Two, I kind of rushed through it, and then I got to Act Three and technical issues. I mean, but that game was so good, and I and I could have sworn that would be my game of the year. And that's why I struggled trying to figure out what I'd pick as game of the year. But ultimately, I decided I wanted to go with a game that, what is a game that I would go back to and play again? What is a game that was unexpectedly good for me that I didn't expect to be great, but turned out to be fantastic and a game I would play again? A game I want to play with my kids. I'd play with my wife. Um, a game that was very surprising. And to me, that's Mario Wonder. So GP, I know that was your, your runner-up. Mario Wonder is, I never thought I would say a Mario game would be my game of the year. Not Not after the last... 10 years of 2D Mario being boring. The only Mario 2D Mario in the last 10 years I've liked was Mario Maker. And that's because yeah. the hands of the levels was done by the community and not Nintendo. Nintendo really dropped the ball with Mario and they made them too bland, too easy. And it just it just didn't hit with me. Mario Wonder, though, completely opposite. There is definitely easy levels in this one. This is the first Mario game in 10 years where my daughter can play it and she's not coming up to me saying, Daddy, I need more stars to proceed, you know, to keep going in the game. Because the last few were like that. Like, as much as I loved um, uh, Mario 3D World, you need to get all the stars. Every level, you need all the stars. Otherwise, you can't beat the game. Mario Wonder does not have that problem. There, there are Wonder Seeds in every stage. There's like two or three of them, depending on the stage. You don't need to get them all. But I enjoyed the level design so much and the psychedelic trip and seeing what the worlds were like with and without the, the LSD in, involved that I went and got them all, but I didn't have to. So my kid can play it and, and beat this game and not have to rely on me to play it, play for her. And I, I like it when my kids can beat a game on their own because that's that sense of accomplishment I had when I was their age playing, you know, Mario Brothers 3 or Mario World. But yeah, Mario World, the level design is fantastic. As GP mentioned, the one thing I'll mention too is the, the badge system, yeah, which lets you mechanically change how Mario plays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's I'll wildly different too. Stage by stage. Like, yeah, like one, and you can change it stage by stage. Like, but one of them is like a vine grappling hook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, like how wild is that to play Mario with a grappling hook? There's another one that makes you like uh, turn invisible. It's like a challenge badge. Cool as hell. I've seen people beat the hardest stages in the game invisible, which is wild to me. So I, I love, the, I love the badges. One think- lets you like you know do a power jump like Mario Brothers two. So it's like nods to that. Another one gives you like a double jump. The Easter eggs and hints toward the franchise and where it comes from is pretty good. So I do love that. And I do love how Mario World, one of the things it does really fantastic was the the concept of special stages where there are super balls to the walls, hard stages, but they're optional, right? But you could do them. Mario Wonder has that. They have special stages and they're all very difficult. Mm-hmm. I think anybody who's listened to this or watching this episode has probably seen the TikTok or the YouTube videos of people doing uh, something to the beat stage where there's music and you have to bounce off these walls and it's yeah. pure wall jumps and speed and it's a speed run of a level. Beating that was so good. And that was I felt accomplished beating that enough that it drove me to beat the rest of them. I have not 100%ed a game in forever, <clears throat> but I went back and 100%ed Mario Wonder. It was that that compelling to me as a game. It's just like it was a platformer, but it hooked me with with this charm and its level design. It's just a great package. 
but I, I think yeah. it's great. I think that's a great pick. I, um, I, I mean, here's the thing about Mario wonder for me. I, I nearly bounced off of it. I nearly bounced off of it. sitting they're going, eh, it's a Mario. Eh, it's, you know, yeah. it's a Mario weird. Great. Yep. Cool. Fine. It's Mario weird. But um, yeah, honestly, once you actually do start involving yourself in the badges and, and, you know, et cetera, and, and once you kind of get past that first initial area, it does open up. It's, it's a, it's a great game. It's one of those games where I would, I would have, you know, I would be tired from doing a little bit of work and I would sit down and play a level for five minutes and then just like move on and, you know, to my day. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't beat it. I still need to, but I, I think it's great because I nearly bounced off of it and it pulled me back in. Yeah. Well, and for the number of the entries that led up to this were very kind of evolutionary for the franchise. Like, okay, it's more the same, but there's a few tweaks here and there. This is more revolutionary where not only does it take a very old franchise and a very celebrated franchise and does the good things as well as it usually does. It shows us there's still a lot more that we haven't even begun to think of things to do in video games, which to me is exciting because there's there's such a, not fatigue, but there's a flood of games that came out, some great, some not, some mid, but it shows that there's still a long ways to go before we can even consider saying we've we've hit the bottom of the creative barrel. So mm-hmm. it was it was wonderful. I'm glad somebody had this as their top one. I feel bad for mentioning it for my runner-up. Um, but yeah, awesome pick. This is a great choice. I, I've gushed about this yeah. one already, so there's not much I'll need, I need to cover except for it, it, it's a callback to Mario 3 and Mario World. I mean, it's the same kind of layout. Yeah. I love both of those Sup- games. Yeah. yeah. Super ahead, Mario Wonder makes me sad that such a boring game got the title of Super Mario World 2 because essentially yeah. Mario Wonder is Mario World's sequel, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, the sequel to this one will be Mario Tudor instead of Wonder. (laughs) Yes. Tudor. (laughs) Tudorful. We're the O'Neaters for, you know, all the... Never mind. Right. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Thank you, sir. No. I uh, a good choice, good choice, Jake. This this is a good game, and and I know we we kind of poo pooed it when we did the episode and stuff, and and Sinistar and I were kind of like, eh, it's just a Mario game, but it really did pull me back in. I mean, it, it really did. It really yeah. it drug me kicking and screaming. I was like, I don't want to like this game. I I don't understand why this is so appealing to me, and it 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 just called it it scratched that nostalgia side Mario itch that I've been wanting to play. It's it's a great platformer. It's a a fun story and it's got all those challenge levels but like you said you didn't have to do all that stuff i went back and did everything except for the challenge levels but you didn't need everything but i couldn't leave Mm -hmm. a world without gathering all the goddamn seeds i just couldn't so i i felt i felt compelled to go back and get everything and i did i got all of them except for the um challenge worlds i i was like i don't have the patience to do with all the star world i've got it i got too much (laughs) shit to do so but it's a good game i think it shows I think it shows that Nintendo with Zelda and Mario now both they've decided to kind of take risks with where that franchise can go it's with good. Mario Wonder and, Twi- and, Twi- and Tears of the Kingdom and yeah it's great and I, I hope to see more of that in their games. I'm actually kind of excited for uh, Mario uh, Mario Prime <laughs> Metroid yeah. Prime Four because that's supposed to yeah. drop either later <clears throat> later this year or next year and I'm curious to see if they've done risks there as well and they try to redesign what the franchise could be. I, I'm hoping they do. 
All right. Great pick. Solid pick. And good discussion as to have that. Sinistar, sir, what takes okay. the crown in 2023 for you? So it's a game I I, I never thought would make uh, a, a game of the year for me. It's a game that is it is it is game of the year for its side quests um my pick chrono trigger okay good yeah. all right <laughs> yeah. and i will Great be call. honest okay. though right. I, and i don't want to go too deep into it because we did an episode so if, deep, you're, if yeah. you're catching yeah. up if you're catching up we did an entire episode on chrono trigger if you play this game and you don't do the side quests you are doing yourself a disservice. Honestly, I feel like it is a game that is better for its side quests. And, and if it didn't have its side quests and you didn't do its side quests, it would be a relatively generic JRPG. Um, but because of the side quests, the, the, like, it's funny when I, when I finally beat the game and I made it to Lavos and I made it to Lavos two and I made it to Lavos three, right. And blah, blah, blah. Sure. Those were cool reveals. But honestly, the character story arcs in those side quests were some of the best, best like backstories and and info and like, like I I nearly never get teared up over over games. And last year there were a couple moments when I was playing Chrono Trigger, and this year there's been a couple moments with The Witcher. Like that's that's basically what I remember for like tearing up in games. So like it's one of yeah. those that's enough. Like it touched me enough that. In the good places, yeah. in the good places, not, not, <laughs> yeah. you and don't the challenging need to ask in the appropriate places. Yeah. Sometimes you don't need the to challenging ask me on the places doll. bring the tears. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, solid game for sure. Um, I, I agree, Jake, that I think it is better for not having a remake at this point, seeing the landscape yeah. of remakes. Go play um, Sea of Stars if you want a remake. I mean, sh- sure. That's exactly. as good as it's going to get. And and it's Which actually had, it's actually had pseudo pixel remakes anyway, right? I mean, so, yeah. it, it, but play it on the play it on the OG hardware. Like I yeah. played it on on you know the the SNES, and it it was it was fantastic. So, um, yeah. If you want to hear me gush about it, go back and listen to the episode. But it is a solid. I I actually had no hardship picking a game of the year this year because of. Chrono Trigger as my Sisyphean game. Good call. We, I mean, what what can we say that we haven't already said thousands of times about Chrono Trigger? So, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Werewolf. No, did I go Werewolf? Then I did GP. Yeah, yeah. I was no, or was it no. GP? It was GP first? Yeah, GP first. GP, GP would be next. Sorry, sorry. Well, I, actually, if it's okay. I would like to bring up the tail end of this if Werewolf is okay with going. The only reason for that, that is... I'm sorry? Said I'm okay with that. Okay, go ahead and then... Yes, please. Well, okay. All right. Werewolf. Never mind. Werewolf, who are you <laughs> crowning for 2023 this year for Game of the Year? Okay, so with the way I gushed about this game last year in MPs, I would imagine some of you can probably guess what this is. Uh, this is a game my buddy has been telling me I need to play and I would absolutely love since 2019. And I finally got around to playing it last year and absolutely fell in love with it. This is Control by Remedy. 
Nice. Oh, and yeah. This one. is the Finally. first game to make me care about Remedy's library of games, first off. Um, <laughs> and it was funny while I was playing through it. Like, as I got toward the end, I was telling my friend, I was like, dude, you love Control so much, you might enjoy Quantum Break. It's very Quantum similar. Quantum Break's great, too. And I looked it up, and Quantum Break is Remedy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Quantum Break's awesome, too. I love Quantum Break. I did not know that, and I enjoyed yeah. Quantum Break. But I mean, to be fair, Control is a much more compelling world. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the fact that it's com- it, like it's connected to Alan Wake, which I didn't care about Alan Wake before. I will say that. Like I said, like, I'd never played it. But Control made me buy Alan Wake 1 and 2, intending mm-hmm. to play them, because I want to play them now and see what the universe is that they've built. And Control was so cool and so fucking quirky. It, it was yeah, amazing. Weird. It's weird. It, it was weird, but like in the best way. It never... Yeah. It, it took itself seriously, but it th- sprinkled in silliness here and there. That right. made it to where you were like, all right, this is serious, but it's still fun and kind of funny. Like the most badass segment in the game, I will not spoil for anybody, but you get dropped in this place where you're wandering through and the world is just shifting around you like crazy. And there's this badass rock song going. It's the, yep. but the old, Old gods of uh, oh god of Asgard. Asgard, yeah, old gods of Earth, yeah, yeah which is yeah. like it's so a real. It's, that's yeah. it's not their real band name, but when they when they get in for remedy, they go all in on this mm-hmm. fake band that they came up with for remedy, yep. right? Yeah, and you go through this segment. The game's rocking out. The world is wild around you. It's action packed, and then you get to the end, and <laughs> she's like. She Jesse just straight up goes, That was so weird. Jesse, you're such a weirdo. (laughs) 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 Like, even she's not completely taking herself too seriously in this life or death circumstance she's constantly in throughout the game. And it's so much fun. It's it's somewhere between like I don't even know how to describe it because it's it's interesting that it's an action platformer that's supposed to be in what is a real world, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But it's also, it's got some aspects of like what you might expect from X-Files and its sillier episodes and from, uh, uh, what's that? The Twin Peaks. Mm, Yeah. And that sort of thing. So it's, it's, but, and then it's all wrapped up in this sort of like modern, but, 50s and 60s style yeah. of world yeah. that they built. Yeah, the espionage. And that's years. by design. They explain that away as part of the plot and it fits. Yep. And it was so cool. And I had so much fun exploring this world and doing everything I could do. I think there were only a couple of things I didn't do because I was like, that's too much tedium for me. But <laughs> I had so much fun with this game. Control was great. Mm. Good it's definitely on my my I, list of games I, to play this year. I know <laughs> that like that they're like from the beginning. They're like little moments. Like you're walking past a picture, and then you go past again, and like if you don't look, you don't notice that things have changed. Mm-hmm. But when you notice, you're like, oh shit, what's what's happening? And then like that first 
part where you make it into like the the CEO's office or the manager's office or whatever, right? They're kind of at the beginning. The director, yeah. The director's office, yeah. And and yeah, I'm sitting there watching it and I'm just like. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. Like that game hits Uh you hard and fast right out the gate. Yeah. It's it's awesome. I love I love the 1950s, 1960s espionage thing. And I love how they explained that the the building that they're in won't let anything beyond that time come in they just won't let it happen and i love how they explain it and you and they explain it so well that you're kind of like all right that makes sense like you know i'm not gonna check that that's yeah that's totally that's totally test passes the sniff test um i have not finished that game but playing tidbits of alan wake 2 there is bureau of control stuff all over alan wake 2 so i've been like I need to go. I need to go back and stop playing this, so I can go back and play this. There's actually the the old gods of Asgard is in Alan Wake too as well, and, and they have a song that says it's the neighbor of the beast and it's six six five. And I was dying. I was dying at that one. And uh, I, I'm really excited to. Uh, I've played like the first half of Control. I keep playing and I keep playing because I want to start yeah. it fresh, and I keep wanting to finish it on. And then I I spin off of it. It could become a Sisyphean game for me because I I really really want to finish that one. And it's not because I haven't liked it. I just I haven't had the time. So good call, good call on on that one. I'm I'm very yep. happy to hear that. For for me on Control because I played that a couple of years ago. It's actually my first experience playing uh, on Nvidia's. Uh, game pass service or game nvidia go or whatever it was because i wanted to see what the graphics would look like because this is one of the first or the oh, earliest geez. titles that took took advantage of a, a ray tracing mm-hmm. and i and when i played it on that way it was amazing looking and it ran perfectly that's a it's a pretty ass game like it looks great even today it holds up really well but where i, I was starting to drop off but the combat i didn't care for i just went into the the options there's a whole screen of combat settings damage ammo reload like everything you could anything you could want to tweak you can tweak it and you're not penalized at all the accessibility options are second to none in this game and because of that i toned down the combat difficulty because i just love the story in the world and i just want to go through the story and explore the world and i was able to do that in the back half by toning toning those options down it's similar to what we talked about with tunic in an episode before accessibility options like that are are a game changer for gaming in modern era and i yeah. love that you can do you can do that i uh i played the entirety of this game on my steam deck and mm. you know just had to make a few tweaks to the graphics for it to run smoothly and it was yeah. still very pretty on steam deck yeah. i had to like i could only sleep it so many times before i had to actually save and close the game and reopen it and start it fresh because yeah. yeah. it would start to chug a little after <laughs> you know probably 20 30 sleeps a little but, bit of memory lo- memory leak. Yeah, yeah but yeah, I mean, well. overall, I had a great time playing it on the Steam Deck. Like, more yeah. often than not, I would end up restarting it, not because of chugging, but because of audio clipping that it would start doing. Yeah. Because of so many sleeps, it would start audio clipping, and so I'd have to close the game down, reopen it, and it'd kill the audio clipping. But the game itself was so much fun. The, the acting was actually really good, it's I found it interesting that the main character was uh modeled after and voiced by uh a soap opera actress. <laughs> oh really? I didn't know <laughs> yeah. that. That's Which cool. I, I feel like that kinda helped the game because you know, soap operas are generally super cheesy. The right. game was a little cheesy and it right. worked. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah control. Con- control I had so much fun with it. I actually dug into more of the universe to see how it connected. I read every single page that I picked up in the game. This was a game that I was actively like, I want to read what I'm finding to learn more about this world they've built. Yeah. And then my only disappointment was there was closure at the end of the game. I wish there was a little bit more in that second yeah. DLC that ended up being more of a Alan Wake 2 is coming is what the second DLC ended up being. I was hoping mm. for more control-related closure from that. Didn't get it. Still love the hell out of it. Like, nice. <laughs> even with its shortcomings, it was my favorite game I played last year. So Nice. Great pick. Solid, strong pick. Yeah. Yep. I hope it gets a sequel, to be honest with it's you. Seeing what they did with Alan Wake 2. sequel is in the works 2, already. Yep. Uh, I'm all for it. I'd love to yep. see that. Yeah. I think they're going to be marrying Alan Wake and Control for quite a while. It seems like they're going to just be bedfellows throughout the rest of like their <laughs> livelihood together. Control, I think Control pretty much revived a lot of Remedy's shortcomings. Remedy did a Max Payne, I think, one and two. I don't think they had anything to do with three, but they started with the Max Payne series right. with Rockstar. And then... um and then they kind of just went by the wayside and released some stuff that wasn't hot. I thought Quantum Break was real good. Um, I really enjoyed that aspect. But when Control yeah, came it out... Reviewed, it reviewed kind of okay. Yeah. When Control came out, it basically breathed life back into Remedy. And then Alan Wake kind of got an eyeball on it for that. And then it kind of made Alan Wake 2 the the juggernaut that, it, that we were like, wow, this just came out and everybody's talking about it. Control has done a lot for for Remedy, and it and it for yeah. likely as yeah. it should have because it's it's a great series. So love it, big good pick, strong pick. All right, GP, are you okay. ready, friend? Yes. Um, the reason I wanted to go last was just because I want to celebrate real quick, just a, a a brief bit of some of the games that came out this year that haven't been discussed because uh, 2023 really was what they call an embarrassment of riches. And I didn't want to go through that list and mention whatever Wolf's pick was going to be because I didn't know it. And I didn't want to, you know, take the wind out of the sails there. So uh, thanks for allowing me to do this. When I made my list of potential contenders, um, and of course this is in no way, uh, you know, comprehensive of, of everything that 2023 gave us, but here's what I got. Tears of the Kingdom, uh, Mortal Kombat 1, Street Fighter 6. Let's, let's, Examine that we have both of those uh, that came out this past year. Uh, you know, 92 was when the previous Mortal Kombat won. And I think it was Street Fighter 2 Turbo came out that year. But anyway, I think that was great. I didn't want to do a remaster, but we got, you know, Prime remastered. I, if you had asked me a month ago, I would have said that my winner for Game of the Year was going to be Mario RPG remaster, which is so funny because it's on in, in Jake's background, uh, which I've played the fuck out of that. And it has given me the feels. Uh, earlier with charge pick, you guys had talked about, uh, you know, the 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 chopper guys getting a hold of your bike and just pimping it out. The Mario RPG remaster to stick with that kind of idea is like, well, <laughs> we gave your '88 Ford Taurus uh, Wi-Fi. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you know, it's right. pimped out, sure. But so <laughs> you know, um, that that one gave me such such good feels. But anyway, um, Final Fantasy 16, Spider-Man Two. Um, so there's there's a lot. So that was kind of the list I was working off of. And then I remembered something that happened earlier in the year, which time has been wonky lately because of how busy I've been. So it didn't really register with me that this was 2023. 
but you guys know I was working. Um, I had also like a side hustle and a part-time job and I was doing school full-time. I was just insanely busy for the first half of this year. And there was this very small four-day, continuous four-day break where I was done with classes. I left my job to rest over the summer, take care of my kids while they were on break, but their school wasn't out yet. And I knew Sea of Stars was going to be coming out, but I hadn't played The Messenger. So I played The Messenger. And I was addicted to that in a way that I hadn't really been addicted to a game since not just doing like, I mean, during the retro therapy days, absolutely. But it took me back to that obsession level of like my youth. And I, it's so funny that Chard went on his thing saying, I, I don't know what GP's thoughts are on this. And this is my ugly ass handwriting. But as you can see, the messenger <laughs> was, was the one that took it. Also, there's GP and Chard and iHeart Sinistar and Wolf Prime and Sick Prime. Anyway, I love you guys. What I'm saying is the messenger took it. I had every intention of beating it in preparation for Sea of Stars. I haven't played Sea of Stars uh, yet. I will get to it this year. But the messenger, I played it, beat it, replayed it, beat it. Like New Game Plus or New Game Plus Plus and then started new files. And I just can't get enough of it. I've played it so many times where I don't know that there are very many other new ways for me to experience it, but hell, I mean, I should have tried this after I watched uh, werewolf play through it, but mm -hmm. I, I didn't. And then I had this four day break and that's basically what it was. I think I took a break to go to the bathroom, eat a little bit of food. And I think I maybe played twisted metal. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> other than that, that was, that was I gotta say, in I mean, the messenger is is a GP game in in, in all intents and purposes. Tier. Like seeing how it's yeah. designed and how it plays and playing it myself, this totally screams Guy Prime all over it. And I'm I'm very happy that you got the chance. And I don't know, okay. we didn't plan this. I don't know, just because Sea <laughs> Starves and the Messenger were in the same universe, and I know that Jake and Wolf gush about the messenger quite oh, often. Oh yeah. One of my favorite games. I, you know, yeah. We did so one hour and a half like episode on that back in yeah. 2020. <laughs> yeah. It's quirky, I mean, yeah. it's witty, it's clever, yeah, it's, it's self-referential. It's a great game. It's a really yeah. great game and it's a great universe that spawned my all-time favorite of 2023. So that's yes. awesome. That's I love the, after, loop the music. I love the loop. After, I love yeah, how the yeah. music mm -hmm. in the 8 and 16 bit is different. I like how the music mm -hmm. changes when you go under the water. It changes yeah. tone and, and yep. it's just There's a lot the of subtle so subtle changes yeah. and differences that happen in the game that are just kind of like yeah. like it's, yeah. it's the future really is high res. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you <laughs> yeah, go back yeah. to yeah. chart after after this episode goes out uh, and gets published, go back and watch when you announce uh, your your pick for number one, and you'll see this like, you know, <laughs> moment oh, of like, this couldn't have been planned out any better. So, <laughs> well done, excellent. So Messenger's we great. Thank you for any kind of word vomit there, but yeah, yeah, very nice. Messenger's a strong, strong choice. It's a, it is a good game. Um, I finally got off my ass. I think it was gifted to me by either Sinistar or Jake or somebody gifted it to me. To, well, somebody to gifted it, it to me too, and I don't. It was I, one I know, of you and guys. We were like, what the, "All right, I'll give it a shot." And I sat <laughs> down, I had it, it on the Steam Deck, and I was like, "You know what? We've been playing Sea of Stars. There's a connection to this." Wolf is DMing me pictures of characters from from the Messenger for me to match up and Sea of Stars, and his he's doing his Charlie Dave fucking yeah. connection <laughs> theory that he's telling Strings me with a cigarette in his fucking mouth hanging out, you know? And I'm like, all right, I got to play this so I can understand it. I did, and I was like, holy shit, these are all like all the same guys. He's not wrong. So a messenger's awesome story. It's a lot of fun. I 
am not good enough to finish it. I've been trying, but I am stuck towards the end of the game. We have to collect all the stuff. But um, great game. Good choice. Good call. Love it. Yeah, because of Sea of Stars, I went back and played quite a few hours of The Messenger last year. Mm -hmm. I had so much fun doing that again, too. So, yes, strong picks are... These are great choices. And All I of feel these like Jake and I have been telling you to play that for years. I'm glad you finally you have. Did. And, you and know I'm glad me. it like, landed I am for you worst. so well. I yeah, I have to I have to I have egg on my face. I should have listened. I should have done it right then. Um, <laughs> but I you know, and I, I didn't talk about it with you guys too much because I was so inundated with stuff and on my hiatus from the show. So yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was truly a fun and memorable experience. Um, nice. I think at one point I'd even brought down a TV so I could stream uh, the Netflix Daredevils. I like binged that while I was also playing this. Just it really was like you know seventh grade <laughs> for me all over again. It was great. Nice. It said something nice. that when you said the messenger, I'm like, I'm gonna install it again. <laughs> like yeah. I want to play. Yeah, that we right saw. Now. I saw I you get a little game. choppy there, so you must be downloading something or installing. Something. <laughs> Doesn't get old. Put it on your Steam Deck, <laughs> so bro. Good. Play it on the Steam Deck. Plays great on the Steam Deck. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Nice. So so that's it. That's 2023. What a phenomenal... This was a phenomenal year. And Jake's not wrong and GP's not wrong about the embarrassment of riches we had. There's There were so many options. I had Final Fantasy 16 that was going to take it. And then I got tired yeah. of it, picking everybody's goddamn flowers. So that pissed me off. So I didn't finish it. <sighs> However... It's still a really good game. It just it just couldn't it couldn't beat Sea of Stars. It just wasn't going to happen. How embarrassing of riches a year is it when there's Final Fantasy 16 and Armored Core and, 6 and yeah, neither like, register. Neither, neither register. Fantastic right? game, by the way. Both <laughs> both Armored Core, fantastic game. Final Fantasy 6 is really good if you can get past the fetch quest crap. The the fights, the fights are epic, epic, epic. The fights are so good and they they carry that game and it doesn't annoy me like Final Fantasy 7 annoyed me. It just was like there seems to be for 16, the fights are great but there's like a lull in between each like epic thing that happens and it's almost too long. Like they need to cut some of that some of that story filler right. down and then just let it roll because it's it's strong on its own, but it's just it's. I, I'm I turn into Jake. I'm bored. I'm tired of mm. I'm tired of all this filler. Mm. I want more of the stimulation that I've been getting from turning into a giant Edelon and fighting these gigantic summon creatures. And then I got to go pick flowers. It's like <laughs> you you you, you <laughs> peak, you get up, you're climaxing, and then you just dive bomb, and look, then it starts it, to climb again, man. and then it dive bombs again, and it's like look, I, I can't take phrase. this anymore. I have a phrase. It's called the work tax. You got to pay the work tax, man. It is. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> apparently I need to do a job too. Armor Core is, is really good. I haven't finished it. That's why I couldn't rightfully give it, you know, any kind of a leverage. But in I it, was talking. It's, it's so good. I was talking even in the, in the world of like, like not just our game awards, but like the actual game awards, like how good of a year is it when yeah. final fantasy 16 and armored core six are kind of like runners up in the, in the, in the award you know, yeah. world, right? right? Mm -hmm. You're not wrong. Any other year, they would have been number one for a lot of folks, right? Easily, yeah. mm -hmm. or like, easily. Even like the other game was Cyberpunk 2077, which is you want to talk about the redemption arc for yeah. for a game. Phantom Liberty is is we got an amazing DLC. We yeah, got and the 2.0 itself, yeah, which completely redoes the game. Yeah, yeah. And what a also, fantastic game that is. Weird to throw in there with the, the DLC for uh, Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All the, the characters they added in there. 
It's yep. just too much. Like last year, yeah, there was yeah. so much good stuff. So Baldur's Gate 3 was just left field for most of us. Yeah. We were like, yeah, we Honestly, like Baldur's Gate, and then it turned into what it turned into, you know? I think Baldur's Gate 3 could have been higher on my list if it weren't for my PC's issues that it was having. That's fair. Yeah. To be fair, Baldur's Gate 3 is what finally got me to figure out what the hell was wrong with my computer (laughs) and why it was blue screening for five fucking years. Right? Yeah. Right. And I haven't had a single blue screen since. Like, I found out I had a bad stick of RAM, sent it into G-Skill. They sent it back a week and a half later. Not an issue since. So, like, now I'll be able to play through Baldur's Gate 3 and enjoy (laughs) it for what it is instead of wondering if my computer's just going to crash the game or completely reset because I've tested it since and it didn't have any issues. I just have not sit down to play it again. Thanks, Larian. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Larian Larian got you off your ass to fix your Thank you for saving our friend's PC. We appreciate it. (laughs) Well, I want to take right, a quick guys. moment. I want to yeah, take a quick it. moment and say, uh, everybody listening, hey, please, please uh, comment on the videos or like or subscribe or go to our Discord. Tell us what your game of the year is and what your runner ups. Uh, give us sixteen runner ups. Break all the rules. Yeah, but come and come <laughs> and talk to us. Uh, Presspeedcancel dot com. Yep. I was gonna just gonna get all that stuff. We do have a Discord that we are in there quite frequently. Sinistar, Jake, Werewolf. Giant Guy Prime and myself are always available to chat on there. We talk about previous episodes. We talk about current issues. Well, current episodes, not really issues. And we even have fuck around stuff, food, all kinds <coughs> of fun stuff you could post on there. It's, it's a good time. Um, you can find us at pressbeatacants.com, obviously here on YouTube and over on Twitch as well. Um, I don't know if we did both streaming today, but we've been trying to get that figured I'm out. I'm getting a new computer in a, in a week. Once so that we- happens... We will do. Perfect. We'll be doing Twitch as long as, as along with uh, YouTube. So yeah, also, we post all of our audio well. episodes on Monday at all streaming platforms. So you can check us out on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Music, all over the place. And if there's a place that you that you can't find us that you go to all the time, please tell us. Jake will make his magical wand make it happen. So please do so. Is there anything else? Let's go around, Robin. Jake, besides the brand new computer that you got coming in, what else do you have up on your docket, sir? Nothing except that I just want to say Helldivers 2 is fantastic. Uh, everybody should be playing Helldivers 2, especially if you've got friends to play with. That's awesome. We possibly should do an episode on that. And possibly, yeah. And also possibly Game of the Year as uh, Bellatro, which is a poker roguelike. Hmm. It's like 13 bucks. I need you guys to all buy it. Thirteen fifty. I just, I just Listen, bought. go buy it. You suck me into inscription, okay? You get one a year, all right? <laughs> it's not, it's not like inscription in terms of like the narrative, but the no. gameplay. It seems so simple, but it's ridiculous, and I'm, I'm hooked on it. I think I spent more time in Bellerio than I have in Helldivers, which is, which is wild. That Sinstress so is playing yeah, right now. I was going to say, I saw her fire that <laughs> well, up. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a she says it's not, not a, a it's not yes. a poker game. Yeah. Well, I like no. Poker. It's a, it's a rogue. It's, it's a roguelike that involves poker rules. That's yes. Oh, that's cool. I think I think Jake also intends to go through the Yakuza franchise at points this year. Yeah. Yes. I, me to I buy did that. do zero. Buy the entire gamut of them. Uh, a, a number of us <laughs> bought the entire gamut. Yeah. Of zero them. through seven. I mean, thanks. Well, it's thirty bucks. How can you not? I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's a steal. It's like a hundred. I mean, it came in a lot cheaper you guys than it did for me on the PS4. So. <laughs> after i got that steam deck i've been playing a hell of a lot more video games so it's i have room yeah. to play games like yakuza now nice 
All right. Yep. Sinistar. Sinistar does have kind of a minor announcement that uh, you brought up, I think, last episode, but uh, you mm, actually committed maybe. this week. So what do you got going on? Yeah, I, um, I am back to streaming uh, on Twitch. Woo. Uh, twitch.tv slash sinistar 77 um i i am mostly i am currently so that i don't burn out i am currently sticking with uh one-offs or roguelikes or something that i don't have to you know dread uh either playing off stream and 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 continuing past people that want to watch me stream it or something that i have to wait until the next time i stream um but yeah that's currently the plan uh, and my next episode, which should probably be Monday, uh, I picked up a um, pretty slick adapter that lets me uh, use actual hardware N64 controllers. And there is the nice. awesome Mr. Core for the N64 that's come a long way. So I'm going to be playing some Nintendo 64 games uh, this coming Monday. Can't wait to watch Sinistar drive through tunnels. It's going to be a great time. <laughs> and half pipes and outside of tunnels and candles. <laughs> Space is cool. Inside and, and outside tunnels. Yeah. Have you been through mm-hmm. tunnels? <laughs> yeah. GP, what do you got going on, my friend? Uh, most immediately, a four-minute piss coming up right after this episode. <laughs> I can see um, you shake, so I'll try and yeah. kind of short. No, no, no. Um, I'm so amped up for the Final Fantasy VII Remake installment that I'm going to use that as... Uh, leverage to get through a few things i wanted to do first most immediately mega man 11 uh sinistar i i need to fire that up and get that done that was a gift um and it's been killing me that i haven't i haven't done that yet great game um i'm gonna get through final fantasy 10 that's gonna be the big one and then of course for the reasons we discussed earlier sea of stars and once i've got those off my plate diving into the the seven remake so yeah i know i've been that seven is calling me and i just i know and I so know what that means it. for you because you hated that I'm so much. So angry at it, so mad I at know. it. But but come I, on, buddy. I think I can change it. I'm like, I want to change it. Come on, buddy. I can change it. Yeah, you know, it can change. I can change side. it. I can change the game that's already done. <laughs> if it Things shows are going to change. Listen, listen. If it shows up in my Steam account, maybe we'll see what happens. Things are um, going to change. I can feel it. I can. I can feel it. Wow, nice. loser. Soy Parador. To me, my X Men. Um, <laughs> Werewolf. <laughs> what do you got going on, bud? What do you got coming up? Uh, eventually I'm going to move that PS4 down here and start playing, uh, Okami for my Sisyphean mm, game. Yes. Um, I, the reason I haven't yet is because we've got the, we were playing through the quarry and we kind of stopped me and the wife. I do want to finish that before I move the PS4. That way I don't have to drag it upstairs again. So, <laughs> um, yeah, those. And then I have like a list of 36 games on my keep list that I intend on playing through. And I don't have them in any specific order. I just actually made myself a list of these are games I absolutely want to get through and I need to make that happen. So <laughs> I'm doing that right now with open world games yeah. because I've been playing The Witcher 3. I'm on the first DLC, so I'm I'm toward the end game. And I'm because my stretch goal is more open world games. Wolf, I'm I have this problem as well because I have like 30 open world games that I've never finished. I, and I'm trying I to figure so out which ones. Open world games just on this list. I've got the Witcher 3. I've got the rest of the Yakuza franchise. I've got Sonic Frontiers. I have Ooh. the Mass Effect. How you trilogy. beat that? No, I didn't. Oh, Mass Effect I beat so the first good. World. I love Mass Effect 2. It's a great game. Um, great series. 
Baldur's Gate, Dragon's Dogma, Final Fantasy Twelve, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five. So many open world games, it's stupid. Wolf, Wolf, part of your list sounds like my list. Yeah, that's a very, Dragon's there's Dogma, very reminiscence on there, yeah. Baldur's Gate 3, I mean, like. Who's that? Yeah. Uh-huh. I got Phantom I got Liberty, No Man's Sky, Nier Automata. Nier Automata. I think I figured out. This I think list I is really like seven too. years long. Yeah. I think I figured out like, what my first stretch goal is. I think I figured yeah. it out. You guys know I said it on MT. <laughs> I think it's going to be Assassin's Creed Black Flag great game really good my favorite of the franchise yeah i i've got near replicant and near automata that i wanted to throw up on there but yeah i guess this is a good segue hundreds of hours that's too much hours so (laughs) i i am an overachiever and have finished my sisyphean challenge and playthrough so i uh i finished horizon zero dawn amazing uh amazing amazing game holy shit um as Sinistar stated earlier, we don't get choked up on a lot of games we've been playing. That game pulls at your heartstrings on a, on a number of occasions, especially the ending. Absolutely incredible game. Go play Which Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Um, I have started up uh, Forbidden West. Uh, I have not gotten very far into it because the team decided it would be better <laughs> that I liberate bugs on planets than it would be to watch Aloy run around and shoot robots with a bow and arrow, which you know was a good call because it was <laughs> a lot of fun. But I will be returning back to Forbidden West um, I have also done the unthinkable and purchased Shadow of the Earth Tree as soon as it was announced because I am that guy. Um, so when we're done with Forbidden West, there's a strong possibility that uh, we will be returning back to the lands between uh, to get uh, some fun stuff. And Jake, Sinistar, and myself have an idea that has brewed uh, amongst the three of us for the next sampling of Elden Ring which should be super entertaining and fun if I can pull it off the way we talked about it. So without spoiling anything, keep your ears open and and come check out uh, Elden Ring Theater here hopefully in the next couple of of months. We'll see what happens. But June 20th, uh, Shadow of the Earth Tree will be released. And then uh, Control, Alan Wake 2, bunch of bunch of games on my list that are that are going to get done this year hopefully um and we'll see what happens but come catch me on twitch www.twitch.tv forward slash chardmunk that's where i'm at and i'm usually hanging out with these guys there as well so with that i think that is our stellar episode of 2023 strong choices beautiful people i love you guys you know what my favorite thing of 2023 is doing this show with you guys and that is the truth. Same. So there you go. Hey. Love you guys. <clears throat> love All right. You, love you. And with that, we have been pressed B to cancel. Lady, you are school and dirt for loosing. Thank <laughs> you.